Welcome to the Fat Stacks Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Ezoic. If you're using AdSense, give Ezoic a shot to see if you can improve your ad revenue considerably. They have header bidding, split testing, all kinds of really cool high tech to increase your ad revenue. I use it across my niche sites. Check it out. Today I want to talk about how to avoid shiny object syndrome as a blogger. All right, let's, let's kick this off with talking about what that means. What it is, is, uh, and it's very prevalent in the industry, and I, th- I think because it's so easy to launch something new over and over and over, but basically you, you start a blog, you crank out 10 articles, maybe 20, results aren't exactly coming in as fast as you hoped, and then, lo and behold, you read about a whole new model. Maybe it's email marketing. Maybe it's e-commerce. You see killer results. You see somebody's making a fortune. What you do is you bail on the blog. You fire up an e-com store or a, a different blog in a different niche. You start again. You crank it up for a couple of months. Not getting the results you want. Bail on that. Do it again. Rinse, repeat. Rinse, repeat. Rinse, repeat. I've done it. I know all about this syndrome. It afflicts many, many bloggers, aspiring and established. I have launched sites. In fact, last year I launched a site. I don't even know why I did. The thing just sitting there, I wasted, I don't know how much time I even paid for content for it. It just sits there. I don't even know what I'm going to do with it. I can't even remember why I did it. So this is definitely something you want to avoid because if you keep, keep at it, you keep bailing on projects, you're never going to get anywhere. So I sat down and I thought, well, what is it that can help avoid this? Because for the most part, while I've been subject to it and I've fallen victim to it, and I don't like to use the word victim, uh, I've managed to build up several successful sites. All right. So I think the first thing you you need to do, especially if you're starting out, and, and it's frustrating. Believe me, I know it's frustrating because it can take a long time before you see results. And I, and I think another reason that this is such a big problem in the online business world is it's so easy to start something new. It's it's not like you know it's not like coffee shop owners get shiny object syndrome because they they've dropped a hundred thou, maybe a couple hundred thou on a coffee shop. You do a ton of upfront work, and it's not like you can just walk away from it and toss away the keys unless you go bankrupt. I mean, when you buy a coffee shop, you're in it for the long haul, right? But with online, I mean, you could literally start up a whole new website in, in an afternoon for 10 bucks, price of a domain, if you already have hosting. And so what, what people do is it's like, oh, this niche isn't working out. I'm going to try that niche. I'll start that. Oh, that's not working out after a month. I'm going to try a different niche. And on and on and on. So here's here's... These aren't bulletproof tips, all right. But I, but I think looking back and how I've approached this, and that's helped me. Hopefully, they help you avoid this shiny object syndrome. First is set really tiny, fast to achieve goals. All right. I find it very motivating when you, when you hit goals or when you, you you hit some metric that shows progress. All right. A bad objective or goal would be $10,000 a month. All right. Because that's not going to happen in a month. That's going to happen. That takes years, right? Now you may be able to do it in 12 months or 18 months. That, that would be, that would be quite an achievement. 
instead set something really small, like 50 visitors to your website in a day. Right, that's pretty small. Even that's going to take a fair amount of work in the beginning, but it's achievable, right? And it's not going to make you much money at all, but it's going to help motivate you. It's like, wow, you go from zero to 50, that's pretty cool, right? And if you can get 50 visitors, then you can get 100, and you're going to, you're going to build your confidence, and that's going to help you keep going. At least this works for me. I still set small goals as I'm starting out new sites. I mean, when I hit 500 visitors per day for, for a relatively new site, I'm pretty excited about that. There's not really much money, but it's showing me that, hey, this thing actually has momentum, it has promise, I'm going to keep at it. Second up, hit those goals, all right? Set it, even if it's 25 visitors a day, stick at it until you hit it, all right? And once you hit it, Trust me, you're going to feel pretty good about it. So don't give up. It just It's got to be small. It's got to be something that can be done fairly quickly. I mean, I'm not talking like a week. I'm talking like three months, six months. And it doesn't have to be visitor volume, right? It can be publish 25 articles. All right, that's something that's even more in your control, right? How much visitors come to your site. It's not really in your control. It might take two weeks. It might take six months. So another good goal would just be, hey, publish 25 really good articles in the niche you've chosen. And, and just don't stop until you do that, right? And then see what happens. You might be amazed. In fact, I've read a lot of accounts of people who started blogs and they put up 50 to 100 articles and they weren't getting the, the money and the revenue that they wanted or the traffic that they wanted. They bailed on it, started something else, never looked at that first site. A year later, they go, they check it out and it's like, whoa, it's getting like 3,000 visitors a day. Well, you know the immediate thought is, well, if I had just stuck with that, I'd be so much further ahead. And so there's a lot of truth to that. Tip number three, have realistic expectations. Seriously, it's easy to start a blog. Anybody can start a blog. Anybody can get a website going if you can use a mouse. Like literally these days, it's so easy. There's no barriers to entry. You don't need a college degree. You don't need to know how to code. You don't need to know really how to do anything except use a mouse and have a computer. And you can even just go to a local library and use a computer there. So anybody can do this, right? If you're going to succeed, you got to have realistic expectations because there's a lot of competition out there. A lot of people do this. Most of them aren't going to make it. So be prepared to stick with it for the long haul. I'm talking like two to five years to see any real results. Now, you can you could speed that up. There are methods, but seriously, until you you know, if you want to hit that six figure a year income, it's going to take some time. Because, I mean, you're basically starting it from nothing, like literally a $5 a month investment in hosting. And that's it. It's not like you're dropping a quarter mil on an established business that has cash flow. You're literally starting from zip. It's not like you've got local foot traffic that are going to come in and throw money in the cash register and buy stuff from you. It's not like that. You're starting from zero. So have realistic expectations. I know there's a lot of accounts out there of people who are talking about, you know, I made 10,000 bucks in, in two months. Most of it's utter nonsense, all right? And sometimes I think I do a disservice talking about revenue levels each month and income reports and traffic levels and all that uh, because it gives perhaps a misleading sense of how, how easy this is. But keep in mind, I've, I've been at this over 10 years, all right? In fact, I mean, 10 years, 
arguably, I should be way further ahead. But anyway, that's that's a whole other topic. So have realistic expectations. The next tip, if possible, try to try to have a vision for what you want to do. Like, and I'm not talking about oh, I I, I want to make three thousand dollars a month. That's not really a vision. Instead, have a vision for the, the type of, especially if you're going to go and be a blogger or, or build up a niche site. All right, for, for that's my business, online publishing business. That's that's what I focus on. So that's that's the paradigm I'm going to talk about here. But try to have a vision for the site you want to build. Like, what what is it you want to do? Who who are you serving? What kind of information do you want to give? Do you do you really have have a sort of a spirit of you? You really want to actually help people and inform them, or educate them, or entertain them, and be like, okay, well, here's here's the com- competition out there, and this site is awesome, and that site's awesome, and here's why it's awesome. And chances are, if you're jumping into a niche, you probably have some interest in it. That helps. And so you visited these sites, and you're like, well, why is it? that I like these sites. Why do I go to them? What's what's What makes them good and successful? Try to establish your own vision for what it is you want to build because that's going to be very, very motivating. I'm, I have that with my biggest niche site. I, I knew from the get-go exactly what, what I wanted to do. Now, I've, I've done that and I've added a lot more, but it sure helped me to really stick with it and get the first three, four hundred articles up because those three or four hundred articles was, was what I had in mind when I started. I didn't know where it would go after that, but... I, I knew what I wanted to build. Turned out that the <laughs> the, the initial plan w- wasn't very smart, but I did it anyway because even though it, it hasn't turned out to be all that lucrative for, for those articles, it was the content I wanted to put out there. And so that's what I did, and I put it out there, and, and it kind of worked. It certainly didn't work as much as I'd hoped, but I had this vision for it, and, and fortunately the site's evolved and it's grown in other directions, but th- that is sort of the, the foundation of the site. So try to have a vision for really what you want to do, something beyond just, oh, I, I want to earn X amount of money from, from a website. Instead, think about what what it is you can offer and uh, and build that. So it, it can be very motivating and, and it really boils down to motivation here to stick with this stuff right like money's fairly motivating I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kid you on that but sometimes it helps to have have additional motivators that that really keep you going especially when you're not seeing a nickel next tip is really keep in mind that this stuff is not easy okay like if, if you're gonna start a blog and you're going along and it's hard and you're not seeing results and then you read about, oh, email marketing is the greatest thing ever. Here's what you do. You just get a bunch of leads and all that. I can tell you email marketing is not easy, all right? Starting an e-commerce store is not easy. All of it's possible. All of it can be very, very lucrative. All of it can be a huge business. But none of it is easy. There's a, there's, there's a, there's a lot going on, and it takes a lot of practice and experience to make it work. So none of it is easy. Keep that in mind, Okay. Next tip, number six, is choose an online model that plays to your strengths and interests. Now, that's kind of hard when you're starting out because you don't really know what's all involved, right? You're going you're gonna to be going along and then you're going to realize, well, if you start a blog and then you realize, well, I don't like writing. Well, that's kind of a problem. You can, hopefully, if you don't like writing, you can hire people to do it. But if you don't have the money, you have to write it. And if you hate writing... Maybe a blog is not your thing. So if, if if you haven't started anything at this point or you're fairly new in it, really assess, like, what is it you like to do? Like, if, if, if you hate writing, 
a niche site is probably not for you unless you're really well funded and you can hire writers right out of the gates. I, I've always enjoyed writing nonfiction stuff, so it was a good fit for me. Uh, if you're going to go into email marketing, again, that's, that's quite a bit of writing. It's a different type of writing. It's it's more of a, a copywriting type thing. Uh, it's certainly not a strength of mine, uh, so I don't do a whole lot of it. But but maybe if you prefer to write copywriting and sales and that sort of thing, it might be more your thing. If you prefer to design and code and create sites, perhaps think about going into the service side of things, if that's more your strength. I mean, if if you love designing sites, I mean, starting a blog kind of doesn't really make sense because you're going to design one site and then it's done. And then you actually got to build the site, which is mostly generating content. So that's probably not the best fit. Maybe you're better off designing and creating sites for clients. Totally different business model. can be a very, very good business model. Think about what it is that you're good at and what you like doing. Number seven. Uh, This is hard in this business, but restrict your reading to relevant info. And what I mean by that is, is you can get onto a lot of email lists within the whole how to start an online business umbrella vertical sector, right? They're all going to talk about different models and they're very compelling. And I'm not saying any particular model is worse than the other. They're, they're all viable generally. But once you choose one and, and you're going to stick with it and you're, you're committed to it, make it, make a decision to restrict your reading to email lists or blogs that really focus the discussion on what it is you're doing, right? And the reason I say that is you, even if even if you're rolling along and you've had some success and you're getting momentum, you're going to still be frustrated. There's, there's going to be down weeks. There's going to be weeks that things aren't going as well. You're going to have problems and you're going to start thinking, uh, there's, there's got to be an easier way. There's got to be a better way, right? And then and then it comes along an email from, from an uh, email list that talks about how great drop shipping is. And you're thinking, oh, wow, that, that, that sounds super easy. Right? And before you know it, you, you've gone on a frolic for a month, setting up a drop shipping store, researching all the drop shipping options, and set it up, and you set up your accounts, and you built a website and all that. And you're going along, you're realizing, Jesus, I don't really like this, and I had to do customer support, and I've got to, you know, I've got to start SEO all over again, and all that. And you realize, gee, I, I, I probably just stick with the blog I started with. Me- meanwhile, you've wasted a whole month, probably a lot of money on a whole bunch of courses and all the rest of it. So, you know, the best is to be very judicious with what you read. I am. I, I make a conscious decision to restrict what I read and websites I go to to that's aligned with what I'm doing. And I'm not saying, like, don't read and learn from other people because I get a lot of great ideas from other, other bloggers out there, but I focus on the bloggers that are doing more or less what I'm doing. Tip number eight. This is really important. This 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 is this is something I, I think is is really important, and that is always keep in mind that starting something new is exciting. It really is, right? I, I still get it when I start up a new, you know, researching a domain name and firing up the site and planning out the articles. This is exciting, but the thing is, it's 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 kind of like a new pair of shoes. It's only exciting for a little while. Eventually, it's going to wear off, and then it's going to become old. And boring and difficult 
and you're going to get impatient, and that excitement's gone. And that seems to be the crux of the whole bright, shiny object syndrome. And keep that in mind, because when you get the urge to bail on what you're doing, especially when you're just starting to get some liftoff and momentum, that starting something new is not the solution in most cases. And while it seems exciting and it feels right and you're you're motivated and you're keen, that's going to fade. And it has for me. And I've started a lot of sites, believe me. And every one of them, you get that, you get that thrill, you get that excitement in the beginning. But it fades. And eventually you got to face the reality and just start hammering away the old day in and day out. New content, banging it out, planning it out, growing it, being patient, exercising immense patience because it is a, a long, tedious road and so you you know what if you've got something happening and you're getting some results stick with that keep growing that and the last thing i'm going to end with is a platitude it's cliche but like what you do it really makes a difference right you're either going to like this stuff or you're not and if you don't like it don't do it because you're probably not going to stick with it long enough you're not going to put the intensity into it that it requires and Look for something else online. There are there are so many different things you can do online, and I, I, trust me, I I very much appreciate anyone's desire to build an online business because the the collateral benefits are tremendous, right? Like no boss, work where you want, when you want. Most have no ceiling in terms of earnings. I mean, the, the benefits are many. I don't have to tell you them, and so I get it. You you want to start an online business, right? There's a reason the search term make money online, online being the operative word, is so, so so popular. And that is because people want to do it online for all those benefits. So I get that. But whatever it is you choose to do, you know, really assess. Do you like it? I'm not saying don't don't try to don't not try a blog. Like fire one up and do it. But you know, five or ten articles in, like, ask yourself, do I like the writing? Do I like what's involved here? Because you can shut it down at that point. It's not going to cost you very much money. You probably didn't put a whole lot of time in it. It was worth worth giving it a shot. But if you're finding yourself dragging yourself to doing it, and you're procrastinating, you're not into it, chances are you don't really like it very much. And spare yourself, you know, a whole year of waste of time because you're not into it. And, and look for something that you really do like doing. If you find that you are, for example, continuously tinkering with the design and you're learning CSS and you're excited about that and you're you're more excited about making the blog look like super cool design-wise, maybe it's design that you like doing. Or if you are really putting a lot of time into writing email newsletters for the few subscribers you have, maybe that's more your shtick. Anyways... Really ask yourself, be objective, what it is that you like doing. Try some different things, but be be honest. And if you you don't like it, trust me, it's not going to work in the long run. You've got to really like this stuff for it to work. I I think that's the case for most businesses. You've got to like the the business process. So you definitely want to avoid this shiny object syndrome. But on the flip side, if, if you end up gallivanting off for a month or two doing something else don't beat yourself up for it we've all done it i've i've done it many times over the over the years and i'm gonna do it again i know that and so but the, the thing is in the last few years i've done a lot less than i than i did in the first five years 
And the reason for that is is because I actually got stuff going on. I managed to hang in there long enough. I, I have no idea how, but I managed to. I have some sites that have some good success and momentum and things are working. And so I know what I need to do. I need I need to work on those. And that's what I do. So yeah, it, it, chances are as you build something, you'll you, you'll avoid it more and more and more. But if you can avoid it out of the gates, that helps. Thanks for listening.